Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Tonight, the legal trouble for Donald Trump grows. The former president reveals he's the target of another federal investigation. Could he soon be indicted for a third time? This time for election interference? Here are tonight's headlines. What does it mean to receive a target letter? And how soon could Trump face more charges? The reaction tonight from fellow Republicans. The American public is tired of this. An American crossed the border from South Korea and was taken into custody by the North. The American who crossed into North Korea is a U.S. soldier. The man evaded military escorts who were trying to send him back to the U.S. for disciplinary reasons. What an eyewitness tells CBS News happened. Millions of Americans are urged to stay inside as potentially deadly heat refuses to loosen its grip in a big part of the country. Residents here in California are being urged to conserve their air conditioning use to help avoid a potential blackout. Making matters worse, the air quality is bad for millions in the east and the midwest due to the smoke from those Canadian wildfires. The alarming new claims from a Texas state trooper that he was ordered to push migrant children back in the water. Important news about your health. A new study reveals hearing aids may cut your risk of dementia in half. That is a massive impact on public health and society. If you're still looking for a vacation rental, you might be in luck. We'll show you why it's a renter's market this summer. We're seeing competition heat up. It's definitely moving more towards a renter or guest market. Get your lottery ticket. The Powerball jackpot hits $1 billion. It is the cheapest entertainment $2 can buy. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. We want to begin with the extraordinary news that the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, is facing another potential federal indictment. We learned today that Trump got a warning in the form of a target letter informing him that he is the target of the investigation for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election results 
And that letter offers the former president a chance to testify before the federal grand jury that is meeting right here in Washington, D.C. And this criminal case comes amid an election season that is already heating up. Sources tell CBS News that it was just hours ago that Trump called House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to try and talk about strategy on how to defend the former president. It was just last month that Trump became the first president in American history, current or former, to be criminally charged by the Department of Justice, and that was for his alleged mishandling of classified documents. The historic nature of today cannot be overstated. CBS's Robert Costa has been following the investigation from the beginning, and he'll start us off tonight from outside the Department of Justice. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Nora. For the second time in just two months, former President Donald Trump receiving a target letter from special counsel Jack Smith, signaling a possible indictment, this time about the aftermath of the 2020 election. The former president confirmed the development on social media, lashing out at the special counsel, calling him deranged and revealing he was given four days to report to a grand jury, saying an arrest and indictment were expected. The special counsel would not have sent a target letter and would not be apparently poised to actually bring a prosecution against former President Trump if he didn't think he had a winning hand. Although it is unclear which specific charges Trump could face, his refusal to concede the 2020 election, false claims of election denial, and push for allies to fight to keep him in office, including on January 6, are well documented. The Capitol was invaded, the electoral count was halted, and the lives of those in the Capitol were put at risk. Witnesses from Trump's inner circle have testified that Trump applied pressure to a sprawling group of stakeholders as he fought to stay in power, including his own vice president, state election officials, members of Congress, and leaders at the Justice Department. The question now is whether Trump's latest legal troubles create an opening for his trailing Republican rivals. I'm at O'Keefe in South Carolina, where Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was peppered with questions about the news. Governor, do the former president's legal issues disqualify him? He said this about Trump's behavior during the Capitol attack. I think it was shown how he was in the White House and didn't do anything while, while things were going on. Uh, he should have come out more forcefully, of course that. But to try to criminalize that, that's a, diff that's a different issue entirely. The governor came here to be the first to file paperwork for the state's primary next year. We're going to uh, make this official. But yet again, it's the former president's legal challenges that are dominating the discussion. And he seems to gain support every time this happens, something another of his opponents, Nikki Haley, commented on today. The rest of this primary election is going to be in reference to Trump. It's just going to continue to be a further and further um, distraction. Back in Washington, the grand jury continues to meet this week. And for now, Trump is not expected to appear. Meanwhile, Michigan's attorney general announced today charges against 16 fake electors, people who signed documents falsely claiming that Trump won the 2020 election in that state as part of a plot to stay in office. All of this underscoring that the heat is on Trump and not just here in Washington. Nora. And there is still much more to learn. Robert Costa, thank you for your new reporting.
Now to the disturbing news of an American soldier being held in North Korea. CBS News has learned that U.S. Army Private Second Class Travis King willfully crossed over the demilitarized zone between South Korea and the North during a tour. CBS's Margaret Brennan reports this is the first time an American citizen has been detained by North Korea in nearly five years. It was here, along the heavily fortified border, where Travis King, a U.S. Army private second class, dashed across. A witness told CBS that King suddenly yelled out, ran in between two buildings, and then into North Korea. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. One of our service members who was on a tour uh, willfully and without authorization crossed the military demarcation line. We believe that he is in the BRK custody. A week prior, King had been released from a detention facility in South Korea. He was escorted to the airport outside Seoul to fly back to Fort Bliss, Texas. But instead of boarding the plane, he got on a tour bus to the DMZ. The safety and security of any American overseas remains the top priority. Securing King's release is complicated. The U.S. does not have diplomatic relations with Pyongyang. The last American civilians to be detained there were freed in 2018. Otto Warmbier, a college student, died shortly after his 2017 release. Since King is a soldier, the Defense Department said it is taking the lead by communicating with military counterparts. But tensions there are high. Today, the first U.S. nuclear-capable submarine in four decades arrived in South Korea, part of the Biden administration's push to deter Kim Jong-un's continued nuclear development. And North Korea fired off a suspected ballistic missile just days after testing one that could put the U.S. within striking distance of a nuclear weapon. Over the past two years, the Kim government refused repeated offers by the Biden administration to negotiate without preconditions, specifically regarding its nuclear program. As of this evening, Pyongyang has not responded, Nora, to any outreach, including about Private King. Margaret Brennan, thank you. Well, tonight, more than 100 million Americans are under heat alerts as scorching hot temperatures extend from California to Florida. The city of Phoenix set a new record today by hitting 110 degrees or more for the 19th straight day. And there is no end in sight. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti reports on how some hospitals are going to extreme lengths to keep patients cool in this record-breaking heat. Phoenix just broke a heat record set nearly 50 years ago, and even the lows are breaking record highs. Monday's overnight temperature here was 95 degrees. All the patients we've been seeing, you know, many of the high temperatures have been 107, and we had somebody at 111 yesterday. Emergency room doctor Frank Lavecchio has seen a spike in heat-related injuries, even placing some patients in ice-filled baths like this. The best way to cool somebody is with a slurry of ice, so ice and water submerged in it. How long is a person staying in here in order to hopefully recover? It usually drops you by a degree Fahrenheit every three to four minutes. There have been nearly 700 heat-related emergency calls in the Phoenix area for June and July alone. It's not just people in Arizona weathering extreme heat. The mercury is skyrocketing from Mississippi to California, fueled in part by climate change. Texas is on track to have one of its hottest summers ever. El Paso has seen more than a month of temperatures over 100 degrees. Yesterday in Las Vegas, several Delta passengers were overcome by heat while waiting on the tarmac. The outside temperature was 114. The flight was canceled and the company issued an apology. If you're outside and you start to feel like you're getting a heat-related illness, this maybe throw cool water on you, 
okay? And then if you have a fan, that's great. It's so hot here in Phoenix, paramedics are also injecting patients with ice-cold saline to save their lives. And a new study estimates extreme heat nationwide will create an additional $1 billion in healthcare costs this summer alone, Nora. Wow, Jonathan Vigliotti, stay safe out there. Thank you very much. For more on this dangerous heat, let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Nora. This prolonged and extremely dangerous heat wave likely to stick around for several more days. In fact, the heat dome expands throughout a big portion of the U.S. with potential record heat going from coast to coast. More storms and the potential for damaging winds and some serious flooding, not just possible, but likely in these areas in yellow. We're going to see a couple of rounds of storms from this evening into the morning hours with the potential for thunderstorm after thunderstorm developing overnight during the nighttime hours. The potential for flooding is serious by morning in parts of Kentucky and Tennessee. And that Canadian wildfire smoke, uh, Nora, is going to be sticking around with no significant improvement in the air quality. All right, Chris, thank you. Tonight, the inspector general's office has opened an investigation into allegations of abusive treatment of migrants trying to cross the southern border. The Department of Homeland Security calls the report troubling and, if true, cruel and inhumane. Here's CBS's Manuel Bohorkas. There was outrage when Texas installed these floating barriers along parts of the Rio Grande to prevent crossings. Critics say migrants could get stuck beneath and drown, and they say razor wire installed along the river has led to injuries among migrants. The deterrents are part of Republican Governor Greg Abbott's Operation Lone Star. Texas has had to take unprecedented steps in responding to the crisis caused by the Biden administration on the border. But detailed concerns about the operation's tactics are now coming from within. In an internal email dated July 3rd, a state trooper wrote, I believe we have stepped over a line into the inhumane, listing examples. We were given orders to push the people back into the water to go to Mexico, adding there was the very real potential of exhausted people drowning. He added, due to the extreme heat, the order to not give people water needs to be immediately reversed as well. My first impression was uh, that it's just barbaric. Democratic Congressman Joaquin Castro is urging the Biden administration to intervene. No matter where you stand on the issue of immigration or border security, uh, there's a difference between wanting border security and carrying out policies that could lead to people's drowning deaths. The Texas Department of Public Safety tells CBS News its Office of Inspector General is investigating the troopers' allegations, but stressed the department has no policy instructing troopers to withhold water from migrants or push them back into the river. In a statement, Governor Abbott also said his operation has given no order that would compromise the lives of migrants. All of this is happening as the number of border apprehensions dropped last month to just over 100,000. That's the lowest since the start of the Biden administration. Nora. Manny Bajorquez, thank you. The search for evidence in the Gilgo Beach murders on New York's Long Island has expanded as far away as Las Vegas. Police there said today they are reviewing all unsolved cases to see if there's a connection to suspect Rex Hewerman. The Las Vegas Review Journal reports the 59-year-old architect owns a timeshare property in the city. The suspected serial killer is charged with murdering at least three of 11 victims found near Gilgo Beach. 
Tonight, more than 6 million Americans aged 65 and older are living with dementia. Now, a groundbreaking new study reveals how hearing aids could reduce cognitive decline for adults at high risk for the debilitating condition. CBS News chief medical correspondent Dr. John LaPook has this eye-opening look. It's a delight to be here. Pastor Sam Martz has been a minister for 61 years. Listening is a job requirement. I have people that I know that can't hear well and they drop out of a conversation. Well, as a minister, I can't do that. Martz participated in a study out today showing hearing aids may reduce cognitive decline in older adults at high risk of dementia. Study co-author Dr. Frank Lynn. You know, I think in the past was thinking, ah, hearing loss, it doesn't really matter, so why bother? I think this achieved trial is clearly showing, well, it really does matter. It makes a big difference. The study looked at nearly 1,000 people between 70 and 84 years old with untreated hearing loss and found that in the group using hearing aids for three years, cognitive decline slowed by 48% for those with increased risk factors for dementia, such as diabetes, hypertension, and living alone. There was no significant change in those not at high risk. When we saw a 50% reduction, we were, we were sort of blown away and surprised. Aside from its link to dementia, Hearing loss has other detrimental effects on health, such as an increased risk of falls, depression, and social isolation. We have two children, seven grandchildren, and six great-grandchildren, two on the way. So I have a future, and I want to I hear what my, my family says. Dr. Lin says people wait an average of seven to 10 years before seeking help for hearing loss. He points out that in addition to getting your hearing tested by a professional, you can now screen yourself using an app on your phone. Nora. This is such an important story. Dr. LaPook, thank you so much. Finding last-minute rentals in the summer can be tough, but that's not the case this year, with some vacation hotspot rentals sitting empty, even after being fully booked in years past. In tonight's Money Watch, CBS's Meg Oliver reports on how you can find a deal with the rise in summer vacancies. Here along the Jersey Shore, the summer vacation season is in full swing, but the rental market is telling a different story. Have you ever had a problem renting out your house? We've never had a problem renting. Not like this. Rory Steinell and his wife have successfully rented out this beachside home for almost two decades. During COVID and up until last year, he says demand was through the roof, allowing them to raise prices and fully book. So how many weeks do you still have open to rent? We've got about two. That's only after cutting prices. Across the country, popular summer vacation spots have all seen a decline in occupancy compared to last year. Jamie Lane is the chief economist at AirDNA. He says an uptick in international travel and new rentals on the market have created more options for renters. We're seeing competition heat up. It's definitely moving more towards a, a renter, a guest market. Industry experts say there's still time to get a deal. Look for last-minute discounts, negotiate rental prices, and don't book weekend stays. Families are looking at other options. New that. Jersey realtor Jeannie Wheat says this five-bedroom home, a block from the beach, which rents for 9000 a week, should be fully booked by now. I'm still getting calls for availability for July and August and even into September. Meg Oliver, CBS News, Manasquan, New Jersey. There's a new development in the Tupac murder investigation. We'll have the details next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible 
your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and your tushies do too. That's why Huggies is the number one best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit and 12-hour protection against leaks. No matter what kind of butt you've got, you'll feel comfy while your baby's mushy little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Get your baby butt in the best-fitting diaper. Huggies Little Movers. We got you, baby. Nearly 27 years after the murder of hip-hop legend Tupac Shakur, Las Vegas police confirmed today they executed a search warrant on Monday in connection with the case. Police searched a home in the city of Henderson. That's about 15 miles southeast of the Vegas Strip. Shakur was at a red light just a block from the Strip when he was shot multiple times. There are a billion reasons to keep your eye on the ball, Powerball that is. We've got some details next. Tomorrow night's Powerball jackpot has grown to $1 billion. That is the third largest prize in the game's history. The cash payout would be nearly $517 million before taxes. And tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is now up to $640 million with an upfront lump sum topping $328 million before the government takes its cut. We're hearing from that Australian man who was rescued at sea with his dog. That's next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. We end tonight with an update on the Australian sailor at the center of a remarkable story of survival. 54-year-old Timothy Shattuck and his dog Bella stepped onto dry land in Mexico today for the first time since April. 
They were rescued last week by the crew of a tuna boat in the Pacific Ocean. They were stranded after a storm damaged their boat and knocked out their electronics. Shattuck says he couldn't have survived without his brave and furry first mate. She's she's amazing. Like she's, I mean, yeah, that, that dog is is something else. You know, <laughs> I'm a bit biased, but yeah. <laughs> Well, Shattuck says he's grateful to the crew that rescued him, and now he's planning to return back home to Australia. What a story. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.